Good morning, everybody. What a glorious day, a beautiful day it is for us to be gathered here and to prepare ourselves for what lies before us in the life of the Christian Church, which is the period known as Great Lent. These days which have been set aside for us by the Church Fathers to prepare ourselves for the Feast of the Resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, otherwise known as Easter. The period of Great Lent is really, truly an amazing and transformative period of time if we're willing and able to really engage in it. To give you an idea of what the true purpose of Lent is, we have to go back to what its roots are. Where did it come from in the history of the church? It wasn't originally a time set aside for this purpose, to prepare for the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for everybody. No. There was a tradition, and in many churches there is today a tradition, that on the eve of Easter, on the Easter vigil, Saturday night, when we do Jira Kalutz Padarak, Saturday night, before Easter Sunday, people who want to become Christians come forth and be baptized. This is the day that you baptize people who are converting to Christianity in many traditions. And in the ancient church, this period of Great Lent was set aside, I mean, in its very early days, set aside as the time of preparation for those people who are going to become Christian. If you're going to be baptized as a Christian on the Easter Vigil, you've got 40-plus days, plus Holy Week, when you have to get ready for that baptism. Mentally, spiritually, physically, prepare yourself for that experience of conversion. Eventually, This became a tradition, this became a process that all Christians would participate in. Because in a way, on the feast of the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we all want to become converted again. We all want to have our spirituality, we want to have our faith renewed as if we're Christians once again for the first time with that same vigor and with that same zeal. And so that period of time known as Great Lent is given to us purely for this concept that we prepare ourselves. And there are so many tools that we have to prepare ourselves, to shape ourselves, to discipline ourselves, to focus ourselves, to sanctify ourselves in preparation of that great occasion. We have spiritual disciplines such as fasting. People come up to me, they say, Deadhide, what are you going to do for Lent? They're not asking, you know, how many of the hungry are you going to feed or how much charity are you going to give? They're going to basically, what are you giving up for Lent, right? What are you fasting, you know? And of course, in our tradition, Pure fasting during Lent means to have a vegan diet, to avoid all sorts of animal products. And we won't go into why that is the way that we fast. And I try the best that I can to keep that fast. And, and I hope that according to your ability and circumstances, you do something along these lines as well, because fasting is a very important uh, physical and spiritual activity for us to engage in from time to time, especially during Great Lent. But there's so much more to do during Lent besides fasting. It's a time of prayer. It's a time of meditation. It's a time of study when we re-familiarize ourselves with the scriptures. It's a time of charity and generosity when we make sure if we haven't set aside those moments in our lives to go out and help make a difference in somebody else's life, we do it now because this is what we are meant to do as Christians. These disciplines, these actions shape our lives in a way that orients us towards Christ. And when we experience the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we become renewed in faith when we have prepared ourselves for it. If we haven't prepared ourselves for it, it's any other Sunday. Easter is no different than any other Sunday if we haven't prepared ourselves for it. If we have prepared ourselves for it, then the resurrection is the very resurrection of our souls. It's the very resurrection of our own spirituality. So this is why this time is set aside for us. But I want to look to the scriptures today 
This passage from Matthew, which is always read on the Sunday of Punpari Gentan, before the beginning of Great Lent, wherein Jesus teaches his disciples the Lord's Prayer, and he has a lot to say about God-pleasing activities and ways to behave. At the beginning of this particular scripture reading, if we look at it in our bulletins, Christ says the following, Beware of practicing your piety before men in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, when you give alms, sound no trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may be praised by men. Truly, they have their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your alms may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Unfortunately, dear faithful, I have to say today, that there are some who read this passage and imagine that we should keep secret, we should keep private the ways in which we are Christians. That this is a calling for us to be closed off to the world about what we believe and how that informs our behavior. But I'm afraid that it couldn't be more wrong if this is how we interpret that passage. Christ is saying, if you fast, don't go into the public spaces and complain about how hungry you are. Christ is saying, if you give charity, don't go amongst your friends and family and talk about how you don't have any money because you've given it all to charity. Don't show the people the way that you suffer and the way that you are sad and the way that you are wanting because of your faith. Instead, show them the joy that comes from those actions. Instead, show them the strength that it gives you in your life so that you can be a better person. Show them all of the ways that it can transform you for the better. No, Christ is saying you must be a living, walking, breathing witness to the effects of those who believe in me and have faith in me. As some have called it, you must be the wordless witness by your actions, by your appearance, and by the way that you carry yourself in this world. You are a witness to my power. You are a witness to the power of the Christian faith. This is what I expect from you. I don't expect you to walk amongst the people defeated and sad because of what you've done for me. I expect you to walk amongst the people powerful, rejoicing, joyful, excited about the future and what it brings for you and your life and your relationship with Jesus Christ. This is a call to witness. This is a call to witness. And though that witness may be wordless through our actions and behaviors, Every witnessing is fulfilled through the proclamation of Jesus Christ. Let people know that Christ is at the center of your happiness. Let people know that he has brought good things into your life. And though you have caused yourself through discipline to suffer for your own benefit, remind them that it's worth it. Remind them that it bears fruit in your life. This is the challenge. This is the mission of Great Lent. That all of these Actions like exercise we bring into our life make us stronger. We exercise before summer, right? So we can look good in our bathing suit. (laughs) Some of us. I don't. I haven't worn a bathing suit in years. But the point is, you exercise before summer to wear a bathing suit and look good so everybody can see how great it's affected you being healthy. And it's the same way. We prepare ourselves. we, We shape ourselves. And we want people to see the good that it's done in our lives. This is the calling that we have
during the period of Great Lent. It's my prayer that God give you strength, He give you ability, patience, and vision to become full participants in this wonderful and holy tradition known as Great Lent. And that if you need any help during this journey, you please come to me and let me know how it is that I can help you along this path so that we can all be prepared when we reach the day of the Feast of the Resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to glorify Him, along with His Father in Heaven and the Holy Spirit. Amen.